Hello. Did you say hello? No, I said hello, but that's close enough. Welcome to Hubba a Muppet quiz show brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's your favorite quiz show that's not like the others. Here, Muppet fans, Muppet professionals, and everyone in between competes for fabulous prizes and to see who's this week's toughest pig. I'm your host, Becca Petunia of ToughPigs.com. Today on Hubba we're off to the Goblin City. That's right, our contestants will be going head-to-head and hand-to-helping-hand in a competition themed around Jim Henson's cult classic fantasy film, Labyrinth. In nine hours and 23 minutes, our guests will be mine, turned into goblin children unless they can solve my mysterious riddles. That's right, I'm like David Bowie, except I have a gender identity that people find even more confusing. As always... These questions were written by me with help from that amazing Muppet resource, Muppet Wiki. And this time, also with help from the amazing book, Labyrinth, The Ultimate Visual History by Paula M. Block and Terry J. Erdman. I read this thing cover to cover to help me plan this episode, which proves just how dedicated I am to this quiz show that only appeals to about 38 people. Speaking of doing research, let's agree to play fair today. Please don't look at Muppet Wiki or any other resource during this game. We all know how Sarah feels about things that aren't fair. So before I imprison both of you in my trivia oubliette, let's meet our contestants in a game I call To To Tell tell a a Face. Contestants, you're going to buzz in to answer three questions about yourself. Whoever buzzes in first will get introduced first. Ready? Go. All right. JD. JD, your first question. What is your name? For full points, do you need to know what the initials stand for? No. Okay. My name is JD Hansel. Okay. And uh, JD, what's your history with the Muppets and Jim Henson and all of those related works? Well, I grew up when the Muppets weren't really accessible anywhere. They weren't on TV. So I had to try to find Jim Henson things and figure out the life of Jim Henson after the fact. And so I was consuming The Muppet Show, Dark Crystal, Labyrinth, The Cube, all of the stuff at once. And for me, Labyrinth is just a big part of my Muppet fandom. It's one of the things I really love about Jim Henson. I've always been a fan. It's always kind of freaked me out. The first movie to make my legs shake with fear as a kid but i love it i love it to death and and jd uh currently uh what kind of muppet stuff do you do i know um you just finished uh, a a big muppet project uh for us at tough pigs did i i'm not sure i'm thinking of what you're thinking of i'm sort of between projects i was thinking of the the fake henson bistro yes which that was henson so delightful bistro. That's probably the two things I think I'm best known for now are Bad Henson Bio and Bad Henson Bistro. 
I'm pretty happy with both of them. I don't know what the next Bad Henson thing will be, but I do have plans for uh, other projects with Tough Pigs, which I'm really excited about. Well, that's great. And we're glad to have you here. And, you know, you I feel like you already answered the third question, but the third question was, what's your favorite thing about Labyrinth? Because there's so much going on in this movie. You kind of already said that it was like the first movie that scared you, which is a, a great answer, but... That's not necessarily what I like about it, though, because I don't like to be afraid. I think I love the impressive and creative puppets. I think the puppet designs are incredibly cool, particularly with the shaft of hands. Just a, a brilliant idea. All right. Well, that's 20 points uh, for getting all wow. three of those questions correct. I know. How'd you do it? You uh, didn't even need to know what my initials stood for. No. That's see, you would have Look, you would have had 25 points if you told us, but what? some secret. No, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> In case you're wondering, it uh, is John, Denver, and the Muppets at Christmas together. You can see why I would shorten mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm, it's a bit mm -hmm. much. All right. Now let's move on to our second contestant. Contestant two, uh, what's your name? My name is Shan, S-H-A-N-N, -N, or Shannon. Um, I usually go by uh, Shan Gwen. It's like Shan and penguin uh on twitter and other social medias all right and uh shan what's your history with the muppets and jim henson well i've i've always like loved like uh muppet type stuff like obviously i grew up with sesame street and sesame street has kind of like carried on into like my adulthood where i definitely still watch it today and then the muppets kind of like stemmed off from there um and then I just got very like hyper focused and I guess over the past years I've I've really gotten to you know Henson's other works like it could be from like you know the Muppet show or like any of the Muppet movies to even like very obscure projects like Dog City and uh Ghost of Hafner Hall um which I think are like underrated classics um and yeah like it's 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 mainly just been like you know, a fascination with like Henson's works, whether he was alive or, or past. Good stuff. I know. And, uh, and you're an artist yourself. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that definitely makes sense. Um, and Shan, what's your favorite thing about Labyrinth? Um, I, so like, I guess the main thing would definitely be David Bowie. Cause I'm a big David Bowie fanatic. And I think he just, he totally just, shines in this movie with just like the way he portrays Jareth and you know the songs he wrote for the movie are just incredible and but I think just not only David Bowie but also just the creature designs like I love the helping hands I love the fireies I love that whole scene yeah it's just it just has a lot of good to it yeah no excellent excellent and you've also earned 20 points for getting those questions correct. So that might have been easy, but the road only gets more confusing from here. In fact, uh, let's start our trivia with a game I call... It's not fair! I'm calling it that because this round doesn't really have a theme besides just being about Labyrinth. Each of these questions is worth one point. Please wait until I finish the question to buzz in so the goblins at home can play along. Here we go. Question one. 
What is the name of Sarah's favorite stuffed bear? JD? Lancelot? It is Lancelot, correct. Question two. Jareth says that if Sarah kisses Hoggle, he'll turn Hoggle into what? JD? Prince of the Land of Stench? The Prince of the Land of Stench. Question three. What does Sarah need to get before she can pass Sir Didymus's bridge? JD? His permission. His permission. Yes, and an, an abstract thing, but a thing she needs nonetheless. All right, so... These next two questions are based on the fact that uh, I find the plot of Labyrinth to be a little confusing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you three events in the movie, and I am going to need you guys to buzz in and tell me what happens first. I had a feeling you'd do this. Because let me tell you, it was hard for me. Uh, when I was writing these, I rewatched the movie and I was just writing down the events in numeric order because, you know, the events don't necessarily follow each other in the form of a plot structure. Uh, so here's the three events I'm giving you here. The two-headed guards, the false alarms, or meeting the wise man. Which happened first? Shan. Is it meeting the wise man? It is unfortunately not okay. meeting the wise man. Good guess. JD, can you steal? You've got a 50-50 shot. As you were saying it, I knew that I knew the answer, but now I've forgotten which things that you said. Oh, I can't give you again. Oh, Your her. choice is which is first, the two-headed guards or the false alarms? The two-headed guards. It is the guards. Absolutely. All right. Next question. Which of these happened last? Meeting the door knockers running from the cleaners, being locked in the oubliette. Shan, you have a guess? I'm, I'm going to guess uh, being locked in the oubliette. Uh, no, I'm okay. sorry. I, listen, listen. <laughs> this is tough. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, JD, the cleaners or the door knockers? Which comes last? The door knockers. It is the door knockers. Good. Uh, Question six. In both the original draft of the Labyrinth script and the final filmed version, very little is the same. However, there is some key detail about when uh, when the main character meets Hoggle that is the same in both versions. Something about the scene where we meet Hoggle that is the same in both versions. If you don't know the backstory, think about something about the scene where we meet Hoggle and guess. JD, do you have a guess? I have a guess. Is he killing fairies? He is not killing fairies in the original script. It's something else that he's doing in both versions. So again, Shan, if you don't know the the backstory here, think of what he's doing in the scene where we meet him. Hard, because I I was also going to say something about the fairies where, you know, Sarah gets, you know, bit. (laughs) I've thought of what the other thing is. It's not pleasant. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to take a pass on this one because I'm just going to have to go with the same answer as JD with the fairies. I don't know. Well, listen, pass was very close. 
Um, because in all versions of the script, Hoggle is relieving himself when oh. they first meet him. That's right. <laughs> I don't know why they decided they wrote that in the first draft and they were like, we gotta keep this. I think that's like the one scene I blocked from memory. That's yeah, no, <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Gee, you mean that scene isn't isn't as magical and pleasant as some of the some of the later fun stuff? <laughs> I don't think so. Mm. Okay, last question in this round. In the first volume of the Return to Labyrinth manga, which character from another Henson production appears in one panel with a speaking cameo? This is this is probably the hardest question because no one remembers this manga. I haven't even been able to find it online because I know I definitely tried to, but it, yeah, it's like very obscure. Uh... Shan, do you have a guess? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the most obvious one. It's Kermit. It's not. Well, <laughs> okay. listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm gonna throw you a point because okay. it's not a speaking cameo, mm. but Kermit. There is a picture of Kermit in okay. one of the panels. So you know there's what? There's gotta be like some reference to like the Muppets. You know yeah. what? I will give you I will give <laughs> okay. you a point. JJ, do you have any idea who else it might be? I w- I would only be taking a totally random wild guess. Uh, uh Arnie from the Cube. It's not Arnie from the Cube. Um it actually it makes sense that this character would show up in a random place because it's traveling Matt from Fraggle oh. Rock. Oh, that would see that would make sense. That's he, cute. He shows That's up. Cute. He shows up at the party and he asks for radishes. He asks like one of the uh, people going around with appetizers if they have any radishes. All right, so we're gonna move on to our next round which is our classic head-to-head round. Beat the time! So, you've got 13 hours on the clock, or probably a little less. I'm going to ask you a question that has many correct answers. Specifically, it has 10 correct answers. Starting with Shan, you will give an answer to my question. Then we'll move to JD. We'll alternate back and forth until... Neither of you can answer. If you can't answer or you take too long, your opponent will have a chance to steal. And again, if neither of you can answer, the round will end. So what is this round about? Well, we're going to talk about Jareth. David Bowie was the only person Jim Henson ever spoke to directly about playing Jareth. And when he agreed, no one else needed to be asked. However, we know from Henson's notes and other documents that 10 other 70s and 80s rock musicians were considered for the role of Jareth. Starting with Shan, you will each take turns naming a rock musician that was considered for the role of Jareth. Worst comes to worst, just guess a rock musician that people considered sexy in 1986. (laughs) I guess some of these are pop musicians, rock, pop. I mean, genre is weird. David Bowie would say that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you can get pretty far with that, even if you're not sure of the particulars. So let's get started. Shan, can you name a rock or pop musician who was considered for the role of Jareth? I'm going to have to say Billy Idol. Ah, that would be a great pick. And I I genuinely... 
genuinely can't believe Billy Idol is not on this list. Right era, right era. Okay. Similar, similar like sexual appeal, but mm-hmm. no. So we'll come okay. back. But now, JD, do you have one? Sting. Sting is on the list. Wow. Shan, do you have another guess? Prince. Prince is on the list. Good. JD? Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson is on the list. A very different movie, if that was the case. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And also, yeah, it's already weird, the age gap, but probably weirder if it was Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson. Anyway, Mm -hmm. Shan, do you have another guess? Um, Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger, absolutely. JD? Rod Stewart? Rod Stewart. One of the ones that I wasn't sure counted as a rock musician, but, you know. <laughs> Shan? This, this one I'm going to guess. Uh, Steven Tyler? <laughs> Again. Okay. Would make sense. <laughs> would make sense. Not on my list. Okay. Uh, JD. There's still five. Oh, wow. There's still five? Wow. And these these are musicians that you guys know. Like, it's not like one of these is like, you know, the lead singer of Super Tramp. Like, they're mm. they're musicians <laughs> who you know. Um, what about uh, John Bon Jovi? Not Bon Jovi. Wow. Again, a very different movie if mm-hmm. it was Bon Jovi. <laughs> Shan, do you have a guess? Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Ah. <laughs> oh. Again, would be great. Would be a very different I, movie. I want to see so that different. movie. I'm going to, I know you both got it wrong, but I'm going to keep going just a little bit. Okay. Uh, JD? I looked it up the other day. I had a funny feeling this was coming. And yet? I mean, I can start giving I'm totally clues, drawing a blank. I guess. Mm, that make me starve. Make me think. <laughs> hmm. Who who have we said so far? Okay, we've said Michael Jackson, Sting, Rod Stewart, Mick Jagger, and Prince. This is wrong, but it's funny. Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. No. It's funny. It is wrong. He's but already kind of a goblin, and he, he is a is short king. Goblin. <laughs> so he's most of the way there. Shad, any other guesses? Uh, Paul McCartney? No, the, oh, Beatles, okay. the Beatles aren't here, uh, but some of... Oh, no, we already did Mick Jagger. I was about to say some of their contemporaries are, but... Um, oh, okay. No, we did Mick Jagger already. Um, some later stuff, uh, at least one that if you think about David Bowie's weird gender, as alluded to earlier, uh, is definitely another choice in that vein. JD, is that ringing any bells? Not yet. All right, I might have to call it if if we can't go further here. Can I, I throw one might. out there? <laughs> sure, Shan, throw one out there. Uh, Todd Rundgren. Oh, no, no. Because he, well, he was should, in like the same. You yeah, know. and we should call. We should call the Jim Henson company circa 1986 and tell them to get some of these people on the list because you're, you're naming like the right kind of musicians, both of you. 
with maybe the exception of Bon Jovi. But uh, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, have to call it here. Okay. Um, so the remaining five. First of all, the one I was thinking about with the kind of like walking the uh, gender binary in strange ways, uh, Freddie Mercury uh, (gasps) was considered, who was the one, again, that I was considering there with like that sort of thing. Other choices, Keith Richards, Ted Ted Nugent, who I misread as Todd Rundgren when you said that and got excited, but it's Ted Nugent, Um, Roger Daltrey, and David Lee Roth. Wow. Oh, David Lee Roth kind of would make sense. I can yeah. see that. <laughs> I, can, I can see a couple of these. Sting would have been very different, but I think would have mm-hmm. worked. David Lee Roth would have worked. Prince would have been incredible. I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what movie that would be anymore, but <laughs> it would be entertaining. All right. Well, listen, at the very least, we all learned something about Roger Daltrey. and now we're moving into my favorite game back again from season one of Habawa the The triangle triangle is right right. well sorta as you know in this game every question has three correct answers hence the title of the game you can earn a point for each correct answer you get buzz in even if you don't know all three answers, you'll get a point for whatever you do remember. But if you miss anything, or if you say three things and two of them are right and one of them is wrong, your opponent will have a chance to get whatever is left over. So again, please wait until I finish reading the question to buzz in so that our friends at home can play along. And again, even if you don't know all three answers, Buzz in, you still get points for what you do remember. Question one, the only three characters in the movie to be puppeteered and voiced by the same person. JD, a little before Shan right there. Can you name them? Hoggle. Hoggle is one. Ludo. Ludo is the other. The Worm? It's not the worm. Um, Shan, do you have a guess as to who the third character might be? I don't think it's going to be, but Sir Didymus? It's not Didymus either, strangely. Um, It is the lead fiery. (gasps) Wow. Uh, And uh, hey, second part to this question, and let's, let's buzz in again. Can you name those three puppeteers who voiced and uh, performed Hoggle, Ludo, and Fiery? Or any of them? JD? Brian Henson is playing Hoggle. Mm-hmm. Kevin Clash is playing the Fiery. Kevin Clash is playing the Fiery. Because he sounds like the baby dinosaur. This is true. This is true. And... How is his name pronounced? Ron Muick? As yeah. Ludo? Yeah, Ron Muick or Ron Muick. I, I don't actually know because I've never heard it. I've only I've never heard it. it either. Seems like a very impressive person. Oh yeah, no, great, great work on Ludo. Ludo's a great character. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Once she begins her quest, what are the first three creatures that Sarah encounters? 
Shan. Uh, the worm, uh, the fairies, and Hoggle. Okay. Technically, okay. there's one before the worm. Okay. Um, but I will give you the two points for fairy and Hoggle. Okay. JD, what creature is actually in the movie before the worm? And I'm not counting the goblins that are in her bedroom. We're talking about okay. when she begins the quest. I don't know what they're called, but the eyeball plants? Yeah, they don't actually wow. have a name, but yeah, I'm counting counting that. Technically, those plants with the moving eyeballs mm -hmm. uh, are, are in there before she sees the worm. But the other two got it. And JD, excellent work with the nameless eyeball plant. Uh, I try. Question three. In Magic Dance, the three groups of items that follow the question, what kind of magic spell to use? Shan? Slimer, snails, puppy, dogs, tails, thunder, or lightning. Correct. Uh, <laughs> question four. The three things that Jareth's crystal ball turns into when he encounters Sarah in her home. JD. A snake? A snake is one. Are you... Are you... I assume you're counting what the snake turns into. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I mean. The snake turns into a cloth that I think is a scarf or handkerchief. Yeah, I had written a scarf, but I will okay. count a cloth that is a scarf or a handkerchief as a cloth. And then that turns into a little goblin. Yes. Itty bitty little fuzzy goblin. Yes. Question five. The three characters who swear in the film Labyrinth, counting damn as a swear. Shan. I know Hoggle is definitely one of them. Mm -hmm. He's a damn a lot. He sure does. <laughs> um, I want to say one of the door knockers? Do you have a third guess? Sir Didymus? Okay, it's not either of those two, but okay. you definitely get a point for Hoggle. Okay. JD? Sarah, right yes. at the beginning of the film. Sarah says damn uh, at least once. Mm -hmm. There is another character, though. And I'll tell you, this one isn't damn. Oh. I want to say... Jareth. No. Uh, oh. the, the, the wise man's hat says that something is a load of crap. Okay. Okay, <laughs> fine. It's a weird movie. And a it weird is. Muppet movie as well. Or Henson, not technically the Muppets, but still. And this question has more than three answers, but you can only get a maximum of three points regardless. Any of the three books in Sarah's bedroom? JD? The Wizard of Oz, mm -hmm. where the wild things are, mm -hmm. and Alice in Wonderland? Yes, those are three books in her bedroom. Uh, other choices, Snow White? Oh, wait, do, do, does Shan not get to oh, guess? Oh, Shan, would you like choices? to guess any other ones? Oh, <laughs> um... Snow White? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> uh... Moby Dick? No. No, okay. 
Yeah. So the other ones are Snow White, a book of Grimm's fairy tales, and a book called The Labyrinth. <laughs> that would make sense. I guess that details the plot of the movie. <laughs> Did you notice that that copy of Snow White was not just the story of Snow White, but it was like Walt Disney's Snow White annual? No, it's, I didn't. It's something oh. strange. And they clearly are using that as a stand-in for Snow White, which would be a very short story if they put that actual book there. Yeah, that's true. That wouldn't be its own right. book. In mm-hmm. fact, it would be included in the Grimm's Fairy Tales mm-hmm. book next to it. Good point. Didn't notice that. Uh, you could have you could have saved that for the uh, the, the the stump me round. Uh, and gotten yeah. yourself ten points right there. Hmm. Um, but before we get to that round. Uh, we have one one final uh, main trivia round that I call the, the people, people in your neighborhood. neighborhood. This is a game about the people who made the film Labyrinth possible. Everyone knows about the work that Jim Henson, David Bowie, and Jennifer Connelly did to make the film, but it took a village of talented creatives to make Labyrinth. In this round, I'm going to ask you about the real-life people behind Labyrinth. Each of these questions is worth one point. However, getting some questions correct will trigger bonus questions, questions, which are harder and worth three points. Again, wait until I'm done asking to buzz in. Let's get started. Question one. Jim Henson turned to this acclaimed director for help producing and editing the film. Shan? George Lucas? It is George Lucas. Question two. This actress, famous for her role on Star Trek The Next Generation, choreographed some of the dancing in the movie. JD? Gates McFadden. It is Gates McFadden, credited at the time as... I mean, this is not for any points. Cheryl McFadden? Yeah, Cheryl McFadden. She She was going by that name at the time. Um, JD, a bonus question for potential other points. What are two other Henson projects that she choreographed? (laughs) I have no idea. I mean, I would guess the Muppets Take Manhattan just because, you know, I I hope I'm not spoiling another question by saying she's in that. She sure is in that. I... What else would need choreography? Did... Did she do choreography for something in the Dark Crystal I'm forgetting? Those are the correct two answers. I have no idea. I believe (laughs) she's credited as a choreographer for movement in Dark Crystal, for helping sort of the performers decide, like, how a Skeksis moves. Every puppet has movement. That's what makes it a puppet. Yes, it wouldn't be a puppet otherwise. (laughs) It would be a statue or a doll. Uh, She also did Dream Child, but that's only partially a Henson project. Question three. Sarah's baby brother is played by this actual baby who would grow up to be an artist and employee of the Henson Creature Shop. Shan? Toby Froud? It is Toby Froud. Shan, what is the name of Toby Froud's production company, which has a name inspired by his role in this movie? Something famous about his role in this movie. I don't expect you to know the production company, but you might be able to guess something about the baby Toby. 
some something something with bait like bait something with baby in it i i don't know i don't know what it could be <laughs> doesn't have baby in it okay. um jd any idea it's silly which is, is why it? i had to ask <laughs> uh it's uh where's waldo pajamas production company oh, you wow. are so close jd really it is the stripy pajamas oh, oh my gosh <laughs> oh, why did i go for the silly answer when i yeah, was so you were, close to you the were close. <laughs> you were thinking of the right thing uh question <laughs> question four at the time frank oz was busy directing little shop of horrors during the filming of labyrinth however he showed up on set for one day with enough time to puppeteer one labyrinth character who he does not perform the voice of which character is puppeteered by frank oz jd the what's he called the wise man it is the wise man JD, who is performing the wise man's hat by crouching behind Frank Oz? That's his friend Dave Goals. It is his longtime co-worker Dave Goals getting really up close and personal uh, mm-hmm. for the for the sake of the art. They, they've known each other long enough. It was yes. fine. <laughs> yes. Listen, that is not the first time they've, oh, they've, they've done that. Definitely not. <laughs> Question five. The first draft of the Labyrinth script was penned by this Canadian poet known for writing the lyrics to the songs on Fraggle Rock. JD, do you have a guess? I have a 50-50 chance. Mm -hmm. I should know this. Dennis Lee? It is Dennis Lee. Good good 50-50. JD, what did Dennis Lee contribute to Jim's previous non-Muppet film, The Dark Crystal. Oh. I I have absolutely no idea. You've got me there. Uh, we know he me. wrote the lyrics to all of the Fraggle Rock songs, or 90% of them. Did he... Did he write lyrics to, a, to, to Kira's song in The Dark Crystal? No. Shan, do you have a guess as to what you might hire Canadian poet Dennis Lee to write for the film Dark Crystal? I don't know. I'm. I'm... <laughs> again, a guess. I these the bonus questions. I didn't expect anyone to know. <laughs> he 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 gave names for all the all the Skeksis. <laughs> you know, you're close. I'm not oh. going to give it to you, unfortunately, but you are okay. close. Okay. Um. So one thing, and I'm I'm saying this for the folks at home. Um, as well, one thing you might not know about the Dark Crystal is originally only the Gelflings spoke English. The film was recorded and screened for test audiences with the Skeksis just screaming and making <laughs> bird noises nonstop and the mystics just groaning nonstop. Test audiences did not like watching a movie where for huge swaths of time, there were simply bird creatures screaming at each other and making terrible vulture noises. But so, why not? That's the yeah, question. I, what's I wrong with them? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so Jim Henson uh, hired Dennis Lee 
to write all of the Skeksis and Mystic dialogue after the film was already done and had already been filmed. So apparently he had to sit there and match the mouth flaps exactly. So it looked like they were always saying the the lines he wrote, even though when everyone was performing them, they were just mouth flapping to different bird noises. That's crazy. Now, I... It's kind of related, but yeah. I know that Frank Oz originally like did the original performance for Agra, I believe. Yeah. Didn't yes. he also do like a made-up language for Agra? I'm not sure about okay. Agra speaking a made-up language. That's okay. a great question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, you're right. It is him doing the the puppetry. Um, and it's the lady from I think The Omen who is doing mm. the voice, oddly enough. Um but I, I've seen behind the scenes footage of Frank doing Agra and he's speaking English. Okay. And there are a few words in there like wuje wuje that, as far <laughs> as I know, are not English. I would so what I would have to assume, and maybe, maybe I'm I mean, I am nowhere near as talented as a creative as Jim Henson or most of his collaborators. Um, but I would have to assume the amount of exposition that Agra gives. If she gave it in a made-up language, it would be a very difficult scene to get through. Oh, totally. Again, but I also would have had the Skeksis speaking English in my version of Dark Crystal. So what do I know? That guy can't believe you tricked me onto a Dark Crystal podcast when I I thought it was coming onto a Labyrinth show. No one wants to be on a Dark Crystal episode. (laughs) every, Every season I pitch it. And and every season, Joe Hennis tells me that no one will be on my Dark Crystal episode. So I cut it. I, I will be on a Dark Crystal podcast just so I can complain about Age Age of Resistance not getting another season. Yeah. Age of <laughs> We talked about that a little on an earlier episode of Hubble. Um, but uh yeah, I, I need to go back and rewatch that season. It mm. it it certainly was delightful. Oh, so good. And it's really never seen it. Do I need oh, to see it? You don't. Well, you don't need to do anything. I, I mean, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm. I'm not. I'm not the boss of you, JD. But um, you know, it's good. Okay. It's better than Dark Crystal. Okay. All right. Then I'll watch it. All right. Well, moving back to Labyrinth, uh, from our little a little Dark Crystal aside. Thank uh, you. Question <laughs> six: This comedian director and recent honorary oscar winner was the uncredited script doctor for labyrinth jd this is elaine may it is elaine may uh i was surprised to learn that that uh famous comedian uh and director of ishtar and other movies, Elaine May, uh, punched up the script. Question seven. This British puppeteer who previously worked with Henson on The Muppet Show does not puppeteer any main characters in Labyrinth, but does appear in person dancing in the ballroom scene. Also famously one of the only Muppet puppeteers who was left-handed. 
JD? Louise Gold. It is Louise Gold. Wow. Of Annie Sue and the Afghan Hound. Um, and probably characters people like better than the Afghan Hound. Uh, question eight. Uh, as the contact juggler whose hand performed the crystal ball tricks, this person effectively was David Bowie's puppeteer in the film Labyrinth. I don't know the answer to this question. I mean, I know it because I wrote it down, but like, <laughs> if I were a guest on this podcast, I would be getting this wrong. Michael Moshin. Wow. You didn't let me you didn't let me make up a random guess. <laughs> oh JD, I, let's take this again. Yeah. JD, do you have a guess? Uh Harvey Kneeslapper. It is Harvey Kneeslapper. Wow. No. How many points? How many uh, points? 12. No, it's awesome. it's Michael Moshin. All right. Well, now it's time for you to turn the world upside down for me. I've got no power over you in this round, which we call the Anything in the World prize game. This time, you guys are able to ask me anything about Labyrinth. Each of you will be able to ask me a question. If you stump me, you will earn 10 points. Here we go. Let's start with Shan. Shan, do you have a question for me? Yes. So, um... Most know, but the original animatronic for Hoggle was uh, lost in luggage and then reclaimed at the unclaimed baggage store located in Scottsboro, Alabama, where he sits on display today. However, when he initially arrived, he was in very, very rough shape. Can you tell me the SFX artist who was tasked in restoring his face and body? This is a great story. And if you don't know that there's a hoggle on display at an airport because he got lost in the uh, baggage claim, and you got to wonder being the airport employee who found that, just opened a trunk and there was a rotting dwarf inside of it. Um, but um, I do not actually know the answer to this question. So I could guess Harvey Knee Slapper like JD did, <laughs> but I don't think that's right. Uh, Shan, probably what is, right. Shan, probably what right. is the answer to the question? The name would be Gary Sowatska. I hope I said that last name right. <laughs> well, if you're out there, Gary, I'm sorry if we pronounced your name wrong, but thank you for your service. Thank to, you for your service. To airports and rotting dwarf puppets everywhere uh that's 10 points shan uh let's move to jd jd do you have a question for me becca i have struggled so much to pick one and i am having to pick from a mental list right now because i was so undecisive about it okay 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 one of the neat things about labyrinth is that everything in the world of labyrinth looks like it could only exist in the world of Labyrinth. They had to make everything. They couldn't reuse Muppet characters, or they would have looked too Muppety. They couldn't have, They couldn't reuse Gelfling characters, so they would have looked too Gelflingy. Yeah, people would have just fallen asleep as soon as they sat down. The this is true. Moment. This is true. However, there's one type of puppet creature that they used in the Dark Crystal that is reused 
in Labyrinth. It's not named in Labyrinth. It is named in the Dark Crystal. Can you tell me what this type of creature is? Oh, great question. Great question. This feels like the kind of thing that usually I'm all about in in these episodes of, of this show and on Tough Pigs. But I don't actually know which which is the puppet that's reused. Because you've kind of trapped me on a Dark Crystal podcast right uh-huh. now. And, uh, and, and that's not where I wanted to be. JD, uh, I'm going to guess a land strider. And I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and it, it's just there, this giant, giant creature. That'd be great. That'd be really great. Uh, it would actually save Sarah a lot of time if that was true, because then she could get on its back, climb over the walls of the labyrinth, mm-hmm. and just walk across the top. Yeah. That would be brilliant. Uh, no, actually, it's the crawlies. Do you remember the crawlies? Those nope. are the cheap toys that they just bought at the store. They're these little furry, feathery things on strings that they pull along uh, to have it scurry along the floors in the Dark Crystal. And it's what they what the Skeksis eat. They, that's when that's when you hear the name of them out loud in the Dark Crystal. That's what they're eating. And then in the Goblin City in Labyrinth, if you look, they're scurrying around. They're running around on the ground. There's one going up a wall. No kidding. Good. Good to know. Now and- I'm just picturing a bunch of worms on a string in Labyrinth. Like the ones with the little eyes. Yeah, with the little like... eyes and hot pink and yellow. <laughs> this is the funny thing about it. Of all the brilliant puppets they could have reused, they picked the cat toys that they put little wires on. <laughs> That's what they bring back. The greatest hit from the Dark Crystal. They're like, audiences didn't respond to this movie. <laughs> I think what they might have liked was the cat toys. Mm-hmm. And then they'd bring it full circle when a Christmas toy premiered a couple years later. Yes! Um, all right, so JD, you've also earned yourself 10 points. So now I have to do a little bit of arithmetic and total up the scores as they stand. All right, it's time for our final number in the game, Say the Word. So like the final round of that other game show, in this game, you can wager any amount of points. The winner gets those points back. The loser loses them. However, unlike that other game show, you'll get to hear the question before you wager. You'll also get to hear your score. So currently, our score is Shan has 41 points. And JD, you have 62 points. So JD's got the lead. But this could be anyone's game, provided how you bet, and if you know the answer to this last one. No, the stakes have never been higher. What if you lose this Muppet quiz show? So, here's the question. Everybody's favorite song in Labyrinth is Magic Dance. David Bowie based the intro and bridge of Magic Dance on dialogue from a 1947 comedy film where the speaker was reminded of a man with the power of hoodoo. Name the movie, the actor who starts this exchange, or the actress who reminds him of the man. Whoever gets more of these three things correct will win the points. So name of the 1947 comedy, 
the actor who delivers this dialogue in the 1947 uh, comedy and the actress who he is talking about when he says this. I will say, for you two and for those of you playing along at home, even if you don't know this movie, you do know this actor and actress. They are people you know. All right. So neither of our guests seem extremely confident in their answer. Um, so let's go through what you guys responded. Um, let's start with Shan. Now, Shan, you bet 25 points. What were you thinking this uh, this this classic comedy exchange might have come from? Well, thinking like you know, nineteen forty-seven comedy, and I I know I I'm I'm assuming the original Nutty Professor came around that time, so I guess that is the movie. I guess the actor Jerry Lewis is the actor, and then actors. I totally just threw a guess, <laughs> Doris Day. <laughs> You said Doris Day with three question marks, yep. but um, again, thinking in the right era. Yeah. Now, JD, you bet 12 points. Uh, so what movie were you thinking of? And this is a real classic that you chose. Yes, I suggested the movie was Hot Dog. It's 1947, everyone. Just because I've seen it a lot on TCM. <laughs> it's on all the time. And no, I... I see this was the trouble when I watched the movie the other night. I remember thinking, oh, she's going to ask about what classic movie he's pulling that from. I got to remember to look this up. And then I didn't. However, I was reasonably confident that the actor was Cary Grant. Had no memory of who the actress was. So I put Veronica Lake because I know that's about the right era. And yeah, you you guys are both both thinking in the right era. So surprisingly, the movie was not Hot Dog. It's 1947, everyone. Um, because I think Bowie never saw that. It was the movie The Bachelor and the Bobby Soxer, which is a movie that if it were 1947, you could pay money and see. And the uh, the the actress in particular who reminded uh, rem was reminiscent of the man with the power of hoodoo was the one and only animal crackers herself, Shirley Temple. Temple. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but JD, you are correct. It was Cary Grant. <laughs> Thank you. Your Thanks. your your wild guess of actors from the 40s paid off in that regard. So yeah, I still have no idea why this is included, like why Bowie chose to reference <laughs> this movie that we otherwise don't know. I don't know and tragically we can't ask him. Um but what I can do and what I do know is that our winner today with a score of 74 points is JD. So JD, you are today's winner and today's toughest pick. So JD, you win your choice of prizes. Oh boy, um, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy oh I know, boy, I know. Boy, it's oh so exciting. Fabulous prizes were promised. You win your choice of prizes. Uh, you either win a peach, 
that may or may not put you to sleep or uh, a magnet I made of Ludo. Okay, so I have to ask a question. Yes. Does the peach have a little worm in it? But instead of being a worm the way that the the, the puppet worm is a, a talking worm, th this worm is just a worm. No, it actually has a crawly in it. Oh, no, okay, okay, <laughs> the magnet, the magnet! I learned about 10 minutes ago, and uh, now, now, I'm, now I'm an expert in. Uh, Ludo. I want Ludo. Okay. Did you uh, say it I, was a Ludo magnet? Yes, it's a magnet. Okay. Uh, it, it really works wow. as a magnet using that the looks power, great. power of magnet. Yeah, let's not. So, let's not and say we did. So that brings us to the end of another one. So guests, where can people find you if you wish to be found? Let's start with Shan. Um, I guess where I'm mainly active, it would be on my Twitter at Shangwin, S-H-A-N-N-G-U-I-N. Um, I, I will mainly tweet, you know, I'll do Muppet stuff. Sometimes it'll be video game related, uh, like Super Mario stuff. I'm, I'm a big, like, mainly Super Mario 64 mods, <laughs> which is very specific, but it's true. Um, but I also, you know, as Becca said, I am an illustrator and I do have my illustrator, my I, um, illustration portfolio website link um, in my bio. So, yeah, you can reach me there. Yeah, and, and you've done some cool stuff, Shan. I mean, here's here's the part where where I plug stuff that you've done. You've done art for for Vine Sauce and for uh, Danny Weinkoff of They Might Be Giants. So mm -hmm. some some cool stuff that you've you've contributed art to. Don't don't sell yourself short. <laughs> um, and JD, where can people find you? And I know it kind of keeps changing as you change which projects you're doing. It but... does. I make it hard. <laughs> make it very, very hard. Uh, so the old accounts for uh, Bad Henson Bio and Bad Henson Bistro are still there if you want to look at what's there at Bad Henson Bio or at Bad Henson Bistro. But uh, on ChuffPigs.com, there's an article that has a finished version of the menu that was put together for the Bad Jim Henson Bistro. I never explained on Mike what that was. Mm. Uh, I probably should explain. That is a restaurant that I made up in which everything in the building, everything on the menu is random Muppet nonsense. It could be a reference to any Muppet thing or Jim Henson thing. And uh, a lot of deep cut stuff that only the nerdiest of people will understand or appreciate. Uh, and if you like that, you might also like that Henson bio, which was uh, a fake Jim Henson biopic script. Also very much not real, total nonsense. Uh, Becca, you look like you have something you want to say. I was just going <laughs> to say, the Bad Henson biopic got so bizarre at times. <laughs> and I, I remember some of those tweets getting pretty controversial because of just how, like, surreal they got. Like, people were confused. Um, Good. But I found it delightful. Uh, Again, and I'm glad... my favorite movie is Labyrinth. So yeah, my that's work true. is generally confusing. <laughs> If you want to be confused by more of my work, keep an eye on toughpigs.com. I'm juggling a few projects right there, so I don't know what's going to be out when this comes out, but hopefully there will be something interesting. A uh, quick question, JD. Are you juggling them, or is Michael Moshin juggling them from behind <laughs> you? You got me. You got me. <laughs> well, of course. One of the uh, most um, uh, prolific Tough Pigs contributors. He's, he's juggling for all of us. 
Uh, and of course, you can find Tough Pigs at toughpigs.com or at Tough Pigs on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you like our work, you can consider donating to the Tough Pigs Patreon, where you can get even more exclusive free stuff. Uh, we also have Tough Pigs t-shirts, which include a shirt promoting Hubba so you can let people know that you have a very normal taste in podcasts. Um, I'd like to thank some people for helping out. Um, of course, our guests. Thank you both for being here and putting up with this nonsense. Um, but also uh, thanks to myself, because it's important to be grateful for yourself. Uh, so thanks to me for writing, producing, and editing the show. Uh, thanks to Stacy Rosen for writing the theme music for this show. Thanks to Richard Gomez for doing some new artwork for the show. Thanks to Joe Hennis, the Tough Pigs Muppet Fan Podcast Executive Producer. And thanks to all my friends from the Labyrinth for being there whenever I need them the most. And of course, thanks to all you at home for being with us on Hoboa, the Muppet Quiz Show. And as always, it's only forever, not long at all. Good night, everyone. Hey, you remind me of a man. What man? The man with the power. What power? The power of hoodoo. Hoodoo? You do. Do what? Remind me of a man. What man? The man with the power. What Good power? morning. Power of hmm? Greetings, greetings. Are you out of your mind? Uh, what, what? What are you trying to do?